So you have an accountant to solve your, you know, your tax problems, your IRS problems. You might have a lawyer to solve your waiver and liability problems. Hell, maybe even hired a, a programming company to solve your fitness programming, you know, problems. Why don't you have someone to help you solve your business problems? People don't understand what it is I do. I am essentially your business partner without taking any equity whatsoever. I help you solve the business problems that you have. We work together daily, daily and weekly. You are literally able to pick up the bat phone, as I call it, app that I utilize to work with my gym owners. And you can ping me, send me an audio message any time of the day and say, Stu, this is what's going on. How do I best handle it? You're never going to have to sit there and rifle through fucking YouTube videos and, you know, go through PDFs of free downloads from other, you know, mentorship and business consulting companies. You literally able to pick up the phone and ask me directly, Stu, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. What is it that I do? Then we get together on a call once a month to make sure we are planning for the next month. We are making sure that the things that we have set out to do in this year are getting accomplished. If you are interested in working together, please shoot me a DM over on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. Let me know you wanna talk about, about potentially working together, you wanna get a better idea as to how this works, and I'll be more than happy to go back and forth with you on audio messages over there and explain it completely. This is something I limit 40 gyms per month. This is how I spend my days now, guys, retired. I work with 40 gym owners per month, and I hopefully get fired. I'm trying to get fired from these jobs because I want to eventually get my owners to a position where they are able to run their business without me being in their pocket. But there's a period of time in which, fuck, you might need somebody in your pocket because think you're going through a transitional phase. Things are different. You're growing. You're scaling. Whatever it may be. I love the day I get fired because now I know that gym owner is better off on their own because we've worked together. They have a higher business IQ and they always know how they can reach me if things ever fall off the rails again. So again, shoot me a DM over on Instagram. If you're looking to work with someone, you're tired of having the stresses and the headaches of dealing with this shit yourself and you're not being able to sleep at night and waking up like, oh, I'm not sure, should I do this or do that? I promise you, I've probably heard it a thousand times over and I can give you a fresh perspective and co-create a solution to the problem and help you execute on it. And it's going to be far better than you losing countless hours of sleep at night and getting in the fight with your employees, your spouse, all that shit. Again, guys, just shoot me a DM over on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. And now let's do the fucking podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu and it's another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. So this is part two of macro-level KPIs and uh, me discussing the devil that is in the details of these and why it is so goddamn important for you guys to understand this as well. So the first one we covered, uh, a macro KPI, prospects in the door. All right, go back, listen to part one if you haven't already. Today we're going to be discussing the second big uh, macro KPI, cancellations. Okay, that's a big one. How many cancellations did you have? Well, the devil is in the details and all the opportunity to do something about your retention problem or to repeat your retention success exists in the details. So somebody cancels. Very first thing you do is you're gonna collect four pieces of data, all right? The first one's pretty obvious. Number one, the name. Pr pretty obvious, right? Duh, we're all there, okay. Number two, their L-O- M, length of membership. How many months were they a member? I don't care which member management software you're using. You pull up the client's name 
you look at like their sales report or whatever, their billing history, and you go all the way back to the very first dollar they ever fucking gave you, okay? Whatever that date is, figure out the math in months between the first date they gave you money and then the very last date they're giving you money. And if you have a 30-day cancellation notice, this would include that very last month's draft, okay? That, my friends, is their LOM, length of membership. How many months was that, okay? Let's say, for example, we've got Sally. She has canceled. You track this, and she was a member for 20 months. Good go. Good job. Moving on. What is the LCV, lifetime client value? This is something we can only calculate at the end of their lifetime, all right? You could, I said, you know, cancel or calculate their like life to date value. Like what is their value to date on everybody? That's a pain in the ass. And I don't know of any member management softwares that are doing a great job of that. Maybe push presses. But anyway, you're gonna get her lifetime client value, which means you're gonna run a sales report on her and you know, every dollar they ever spent, Water bottles, sweatshirts, membership dues, personal training, any monies they ever gave you, that goes in. So she, let's say she has a lifetime client value of five grand. Cool. And then the reason for cancellation, okay? Remember, there are only five reasons for cancellation. You've got moving or geographical, okay? You have schedule, financial, money, I can't afford anymore. You have injury, and you have change of interest. Gonna do something else. Those are the five. So you have to mark down which five they selected on their cancellation form. That's why when you have a cancellation form that has an open-ended question, why are you canceling? That's dog shit. Don't do that. You need quantitative data on that one, right? Select from one of the five reasons and do not give them the option to create like an other, like rate their own category, like some of the survey products that you can use for this do. You do not want that. Okay, you want to box them into one of those five choices. Now you look at this, these details that are associated with this macro level KPI of your retention for that month, and this is what you do with it. You first determine, is this cancellation good or bad? And I hate those words, but they're super easy to understand. Good cancellations meet and exceed the average length of membership and average LCV. Bad cancellations fall below the average length of membership and LCV, which means you gotta be tracking this. So you'd have a separate Excel sheet that tracks everyone who's canceled and just records LCV and LOM. You record every single person and you average it out every six months. And when you look at cancellations, are they increasing or decreasing the average? We want them to increase, okay? So that's the first thing we do. If you hit a run of cancellations that are decreasing your average LOM and LCV, we need to highly investigate these. These might be where we're making special phone calls. Um, I don't like the idea of like requiring an exit uh, interview. Someone told me like, oh, I require if they want to cancel. No, you don't. Shut the fuck. You don't require. You strongly suggest, I'll join your gym today, cancel tomorrow. And what are you going to do if I don't show up at your fucking required exit survey? You're going to do nothing. Okay, like I, I've told this story before. Uh, the original Rogue Fitness in Gahanna that I used to go to way back in like 06, they had a bell in the middle of the gym floor that you had to climb up to and ring it at like during the 5 p.m. class or whatever if you wanted to cancel your gym membership. That, my friends, that, that's some old school shit right there. 
fucking hilarious looking back on it now. But before then, it was fucking terrifying. Fucking terrifying. Um, anyway, you gotta you gotta go ahead and make sure that if these people are lowering your averages on LOM and LCB, that there is further investigative research done, and that's gonna be in the form of actual conversations. All right. You know, again, what what do I say? What do you fucking think you say? You're gonna get on there and be like, hey, listen. So you listed a uh, schedule. You listed, uh, you know, moving. Where are you moving? Like, you're gonna dig in just a little bit deeper. If these things are below your averages, regardless of the reason they gave, right? Like, oh yeah, no, I'm moving. Like, oh cool, awesome, congrats. So is it in state, out of state, in town, out of town? Like, you know, you gotta start pulling some some numbers. And there's gonna be, there will be some of these that fall below your average LOM and LCV that there's nothing you could have done anything about. And that's fine. We just want to ensure that. So that just requires further investigation. That's why one of the managerial roles I like in a micro gym is a CSD, um, I'm sorry, like Q, sorry, QCD, which would be a quality control director or um, a CSM, customer success manager, retention manager, client communication manager, whatever fucking word you want to give to it. Okay, I like that role. Uh, in a micro gym, and this is definitely one of the duties that they would have. Now, the um, the next thing you want to be thinking of when you're looking at all this data, okay, on the micro level, you want to look at those reasons for cancellation. Oh, and going back to like the average, you know, I told you what to do, you know, reach out and have more thorough qualitative conversations if they fall below your averages. If they go above your averages, you still can if you want, but I don't think it's necessary. They did what you want them to. They exceeded, met or exceeded your averages, all right? That's a good thing. Now, um, with the cancellation reasons, whatever they selected, one of those five, you want to dig in on on those. Now, again, I, I mentioned like if someone's moving, you know, what, you know, what do you ask them? But if someone, let's say someone told you it was going to do the change of interest, and then, um, you know, in the form, they also wrote down, because you do have a qualitative section at the end, like, hey, Give us any feedback or ask any questions or comments or whatever that you may have. You can go ahead and say, you know, call them back up or follow up with them, text an email or in person next time you see them if you have a 30-day cancellation notice and let them know. But hey, just curious, what all, what are you getting into now? Like, oh, I'm getting into fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? Or I'm fucking rock climbing or I'm, I'm taking up, I'm going to, you know, metabolic or I'm doing whatever. Okay, cool, great. I just, I want to know. I'm not there to judge that's the hard one. The change of interest is the hard one because they think they're going to hurt your feelings. And unfortunately, they're right. Most of you guys, it is going to hurt your feelings. I get it. I get it. I used to be an emotional little bitch too about this. And then I put on my big boy pants and realized I was running a business and that it's not personal, right? Tell your clients to check their ego at the gym door. Well, I need you to fucking check your ego too. It's not personal. So with that being said, if they, uh, if they move on to, like, let's say they select a different reason for cancellation. Let's say it's uh, schedule. Well, you'd want to know, great, well, what class times would we need to have on our schedule to keep you? Most of the time, they won't have an answer for this because it's not really that your class times don't work. It's just that they don't want to prioritize fitness right now. And that's not up to you. You don't get to change their mind on that. You can try. You're not going to succeed. That's just they're an adult and they made a decision. Eh, I don't know. It doesn't really fit my schedule. I'd rather eat wings and watch beer in the UFC fight at this time. Okay, fair enough, dude. That, that's not, I mean, there's nothing I can do to fix that. That's just their personal decision because they're an adult. 
but it is a good idea to know what is, you know, if there were class times on the schedule, oh yeah, no, it's my babysitter had to change her availability, so I have to be home with the kids during this time. If you guys had a 3 p.m. class, you know, you probably have zero intention of opening up a 3 p.m. class, but if you record this data, and then next time when you and your staff are talking about increasing class times, you visited the data of all the classes, times that were requested, that might help, don't you think? And then finally, the last one I just want to touch on is like, I'm not going to touch on uh, injury, though if someone's injured, hopefully you've made connections with local physical therapists or chiros, or you have, you're able to provide a service that still allows them to train with you even under modification, hopefully. But the last one I'll do is financial. If it's money, again, I never want you to try to strike a deal or a bargain. You can do preferred additional outcomes, meaning, you know, hey, listen, it is less expensive if you pay in full for six months, or it is less expensive if you do it this way. But don't like, offer them something that doesn't exist just to keep them. But if it is financial, that means they should stay on your list for when you have promotions. And anyone who's has financial downticks generally get upticks at some point. So it's important to understand, like, and may keep those people on your list so you can continue pitching them because they will come in the money again soon. And it might not be like, well, they, they have the money. They just don't want to spend it on fitness. They'd rather go to the club. Then fuck you. Let them go to the goddamn club. They're an adult. That's what they want to do with their money? Yeah, but they, they're overweight and they need to go to the gym. Shut the fuck up. It's not up to you, dude. It's their money. They worked hard for it. If they want to set it on fire and throw the burnt money at babies, they fucking can. Nothing you can do about it, okay? Like, le- like people who, like, get upset when other people, when I got, oh, I get the phone call. I was like, yeah, and they canceled this money, but they just pulled up in a brand new Range Rover. Well, guess what? They like that Range Rover more than your fucking gym membership. And I don't doubt them. Like, I don't blame them. You've ever been in a Range Rover? They're fucking dope. It's a fucking awesome car. Good for them. They got a Range Rover. Maybe that's their dream car and they've worked their dick off for it. And they're like, yeah, so this is expensive. I'm a little car broke. I bought something outside my means and my insurance is higher and I'm getting it buffed and waxed, uh, you know, with terry cloths that are made from the skins of, you know, baby seals that were clubbed. Like, it, it fucking, it's expensive to have a Range Rover. And I can't fucking afford, not, I can't afford the gym membership. Let them be, homie. Let them be. Don't get upset about it. Don't take it personally. But take the data down. Because that individual is someone you can continuously reach out to. They liked what you did. They just chose to put their money elsewhere. Now, if financially... You have a lot of cancellations and it's due to people not being able to afford it. It's not that your prices are too high. It's that the people who are responding to your marketing do not make enough money. And that is where real good strategies that I can come up with as to how to adjust your marketing come into play. But that's why I need the information to do so. You need the information to do so. So hopefully you guys, uh, this two-part series on how to take your macro KPIs and really dive into the details because the devil, my friends, fucking resides in the details, right? Hopefully it's helped. All right, you have any questions, hit me up. You want to get on a call and talk about your specific problem, I would love to do so. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. And until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.